What's up, y'all? It's your host, Janelle Roberts, and welcome back to the To All The People podcast. I'm so excited for this conversation today. I know I've just been slacking. I've been MIA, and I'm going to be very honest with you guys. Like, There has been a lot of great things happening in life. There's been a lot of transitions. I just moved into a new space. We're opening up the office. Also, if you hear Lon in the background, please disregard. I'm just waiting to be in my office so you don't have to hear my dog, my cat. Like, I, I'm so... I'm so ready for this next chapter. I really, 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 really am. Like, I'm really looking forward to it. I think today's topic, one thing that I really want to talk about was friendships. I wanted to talk about karmic people. I want to talk about divine people. I want to talk about healing. I want to talk about all of it above. So recently, you guys, I had a couple of friends over and I ended up having a Regency themed Bridgerton party, which I was super excited about. Um... I like when my friends come together, gathering at my house or whatever, and it was honestly amazing. I made a TikTok about it and went well. It did great. And someone like was just like, "How do you have like so many like female friendships? Like, how did you? How do you have so many healthy relationships? You cannot have healthy relationships if you are going into relationships as an unhealed version of yourself." And I know that's like a mouthful, but I'm going to break it down to you 1000%. So when I was on my healing journey, I knew for certain that the unhealed version of me was not capable of having healthy relationships. I had just came out of a traumatic experience. I had, I have only known this certain type of behavior from toxic people. If someone's neglecting you, if someone's putting you down, yada, 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 oftentimes we will take our childhood and the relationships that we've had with our parents, with, um, specifically our parents, our siblings, cousins, family in general, and we will emulate this in romantic partnerships. We will emulate this in friendships and we do without even realizing we're doing it. Like some of us can take a step back and be like, Hey, like being around these people have actually taught me what not to do. But there's been a couple of times in my life where I have attracted people that literally represent how my parents are or how my family are and not in the best ways. Like it's 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 not it's not it's not too far off the edge or too far off the cliff for you to you know to kind of step into a relationship that's very toxic and abusive if you had a parent that put you down all the time honestly like and and that's the truth you can't go into a relationship as an unhealed version of yourself and you can't go into any friendship or relationship if you don't even like yourself like your loneliness should be valuable to you you should like yourself first before expecting other people to like you and when I think about that when I think about the friendships that I've been able to curate and nurture I've had some shitty ass friends I'm not even going to hold you to it I've had friendships with girls that put me down um, that made fun of me that used me as their scapegoat I think the worst kind of to me personally, I am such a girl's girl. I don't really, I do it for the girls. I do it for the girls. But I will say this. I think the worst type of person is someone that, I think the worst type of person is someone that will try to publicly humiliate you at the expense of making themselves look better. Do you get what I'm saying? There's a lot of females that do that. There's a lot of women that do that. And it's a real, real thing. Like, it's so hard to just sometimes like be for the girls and and be a feminist or womanist when so many women just actually really and truly 
don't like each other or we see each other as competition or we see each other's as competitive and and it's really refreshing when you get to a point of gravitating and meeting women who just want to love you who want to be a light in your life who want to hold on to you and I'm going to tell you right now that that is possible Today, I'm going to talk about how to have those friendships that you're seeking out and those relationships that you are seeking out, because I get so many comments on a daily basis about relationships and even my relationship with Luke, even my relationship with some of my best friends that I've been fortunate to know for years, friends that have come into my life when I needed them the most. I have good friends because I'm a good friend. I have good people around me because I'm a good person. I have healed people around me because I'm a healed person. And there's so many there, there's so many beautiful things that come with healing. And that's the point of the To All The People podcast. This podcast is about healing. This podcast is about becoming the best version of yourself. And I think you have to be very real and honest and raw about what you might be experiencing and, and what healing is going to look like. Because some of us, we want a yes man. Or some of us won't like certain people because we're not used to them. You know, some of us will get into friendships and force ourselves to like people because we think it's this unhealed version of us when we actually don't like them. I'm here to tell you that it's okay for you to not like people. I'm also here to tell you that it's okay to believe that people are still good. And I'm also here to tell you that it is possible for you to have healthy, loving relationships with other women. And I think I really wanted to highlight on women specifically because if you have not seen the Barbie movie, you need to go see that shit. There is so much beauty in behind women. Like everything that I know comes from women. Anytime I am low and I am sad, I need to be around women. Like I, I, I don't, there, there are there are moments in my life, even with my relationship with Luke, as healthy as much as I love him, there are moments in my life where I need a woman to step in and mother me and, and direct me and let me know. You know what I mean? There's certain things that women can do that that a male friendship can't do for you. And that's like why I'm so perplexed when I when I hear girl pick me girls talking about him. I'm such a guy's girl. I'm such a guy's girl's. No, I'm such a girl's girl, because even with with male friendships, you know, how hard it is to have a platonic friendship with just a male. Like, I'm going to be real with you, like like nine times out of ten, like I'm not trying to be problematic, but like with my experience with some of my guy friends, not all of them, but they're not here for the long run. They're here because they're expecting something at the end of it. And the thing about female friendships is that it is invigorating and it is powerful. And if you didn't grow up in a loving household, there's there's a beauty in a sisterhood. That's why friendship breakups oftentimes hurt way worse way way worse than romantic relationships there's things that you will tell your sisters your friends that 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 you would probably never tell your partner there's also there's also very intimate details that women just kind of know like we're, we're very intuitive to it and I I I some there's been a couple of times where I've encountered um, some girls who have very just interesting energy to me. Like, I'm not even going to hold you to it. It's just very, very interesting. They just want to be the only pretty person in the room. They don't want any other pretty girl around them because that's a deep rooted insecurity. It's more it has nothing to do with you. It's just more so the fact that 
some women are more so focused on the male gaze and some women are more so focused on that. And in the process of them being focused on that, they will try to put you down in the process, which is something that I used to really struggle with in my friendships with, with certain girls. Like I remember when I was in like middle school and high school, like I had two friends who honestly just treated me like shit if I'm being honest about it they were not nice girls they were actually mean girls and I remember I used to always kind of water myself down and put myself down at the expense of being liked by them these girls ridiculed me they put me down they told me what I could do and shouldn't do they made fun of me they would they would be upset at me I wouldn't even know what they'd be upset about and all of these problems and these feelings that I was having with them was rooted in in a family relationship that I was emulating in female friendships. Do you get what I'm saying? It wasn't until like I took a step back and I just decided to completely just like ghost them and completely just pull back and look inward and focus on myself and cut off toxic family dynamics, get the therapy that I need, have really deep conversations that I was able to meet such wonderful women that I've met in my life truthfully like I I don't know if like my like every it's so crazy because I remember like there would be times like I remember when I was a kid growing up like you know you have certain family I'm not gonna say what family members but you have certain family members that are like well she doesn't like you because she's jealous of you or she doesn't like you because because of this or because of that and I think jealousy is just such a harsh word, even though it is true. I've I've learned to turn jealousy from she treats me this way because she hates herself and her hate for herself has nothing to do with me, period, point blank. Once you're able to remove that ideology, because I hate that. I see it all the time on TikTok. Well, my mom said that you're jealous of me. Like you had a mom who told you that girls were jealous of you and all this different stuff. I don't know why that just rubs me the wrong way. I don't know what it is. Something about it just rubs me the wrong way because there's just like really no, there really is no healing in behind that. And then on top of that, it just creates the superior complex. And me, I'm just someone that's just all about like just kind of seeing people for who they are and understanding people for who they are. Like, you know what, this person doesn't like me because I probably trigger an unhealed version of them that they haven't been able to access. You know, they 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 probably envy me. I don't want to say jealousy because jealousy is like they want to be me. I think maybe they could probably envy my happiness. They can envy the way that I carry myself. I think when you think of jealousy, you got to think of karmic women. Karmic women are completely different from divine women. Karmic women are women that will that have no sense of identity and what they try to do is, is they will latch onto you, emulate everything that you do. They will try to like the same guys as you. They'll try to dress like you and it has nothing to do with the thing that you have or the way that you are it's the simple fact that they just want to be you they just want to be you which is weird and those are the type of women you have to stay away from I've had a I've had a, a recent encounter with one and I was talking to my therapist about it and I was just like I just keep feeling like there's a part of me that just like is unhealed and maybe I'm being triggered because of this and this and my therapist straight looked at me and my therapist was like no, there is no unhealed version of you. That is your gut telling you that this person is not for you. And 
And it was refreshing for her to, to say that to me because I think sometimes when we're on the path of healing, we have a very difficult time trusting ourselves, trusting our intuition, trusting our gut. Because healing is not linear, right? It's all over the place. So sometimes in the process of healing, we'll question ourselves and we'll just be like, well, maybe I should put up with this because I had this growing up and, and, and my cousin made me feel this way or my mom made me feel this way or my dad made me feel this way or like my sisters made me feel this way. Like, th- like that's something that I struggle with, trusting myself, trusting my gut because I oftentimes wasn't sure if this was actually what I was feeling or if this was just some unhealed version of myself that was just confused. Healing is not linear. And I think one thing that I, that has really helped me with my friendships is from the start, when I talk to you, are you asking me questions back? Are you trying to get to know me? You know what I mean? And the sad thing is like, there are a lot of superficial friendships. They really, really are. And I've had, you know, I don't really argue with my friends or have problems with them like that. But there, you know, every couple of years, I think it's healthy for you to have a disagreement, you know, and I think with like my super close girlfriends, we have had our disagreements, but it's never like a fuck you, bitch. I never want to be around you. Blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that. It never should get that bad. It should never get to that point. You know what I mean? I'm sorry for saying that word on the podcast, but you get it. But I've had a couple of friends who call me out when I'm wrong. You got to be open to being called out. You got to be open to someone telling you, listen, you ain't it like period. Like you're tripping, you're overreacting, you're in your head because some people will come along and what they will do is they want you to implode your life. They want to stick around and they want to see how you're living. Some people will actually come around you, not because they like you, but just to keep up with you, period, just to keep up with, with what you're doing just to keep up with, just to make sure that you don't beat them, which is very, 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 very dangerous. And also like when you are a special light and when you are a special being, you're going to gravitate and you're going to, you're, you're going to pull in two different type of people, right? People that are divine and people that love you and people that want to get to know you. Then you're going to pull in that karmic factor where that karmic energy is just like, it looks too good on paper. They, they seem so great. And they almost in a way try to manipulate you into liking them by, by putting certain things in front of you, by, by studying, studying you and, and researching you. And that's when it gets really weird. And that's when it gets really tricky. The unhealed version of you is not able to accept healthy relationships. And that just goes back to the fact that we can never, ever in our life seek out happiness and self-growth and self-love through other people. I said this, I say this all the time. Everyone is on their own path. Your boyfriend can't do it. Your fiance can't do it. Your husband can't do it. Your girlfriend can't do it. Your best friend can't do it. Healing is your own thing, period, point blank. Now, you might have people that come around you and remind you and say, hey, you should do this or hey, you know, you might you will interact with with good people here and there. But it's really hard to decipher what's for you and what isn't for you if you haven't healed. When it comes to having healthy friendships, you have to be healthy within yourself. When it comes to having healthy friendships, you got to ask yourself, am I actually a great friend? 
Am I actually the type of person that I would want to hang out with? Am I actually the kind of person that that I would want to call? Because some of us are looking for friendships just so people can listen to us trauma dump. Just so we just so we can have people be yes men, just so we can have people to fill a void, just so we can have people make us, you know, feel good about ourselves. I've had friends who would trauma dump me all trauma dump on me all the time and they were more attracted to not being alone so they would use my presence as me needing to to be there as this feeler this filler and then once they get in relationships they drop you because they're not grounded in themselves and it's also the fact that they're constantly going to be searching for themselves and other people and if you want to have an authentic relationship if you want to have a friendship with a good girl, like like a friend that you ain't got to talk to every day, but when you see her, it ain't nothing but love. If you want to have a friendship with the type of girl, like I'm having a bad day and she say, come on over, I'm going to cook you a really nice meal. If you want to have a type of friendship where it's just like, call me any time of the night and I'm going to be there for you, that has to come with healing. And you got to be reciprocating the same energy. Period, point blank. I say it all the time. There is there is beauty in in that isolation feeling that comes with with healing if you learn how to properly empower yourself through it 1000 percent, you can do anything but you cannot expect to cut everyone off in your life and just be like you know what i'm going to remove them i'm going to do this i'm going to do that and not think that there's any additional work that is required you need to be reading books you need to be going to therapy you need to be taking yourself out on dates you need to be getting to know yourself you need to be showing up for yourself you need to be the best friend to yourself that you never had and I get it some people some people don't want a lot of friends and I'm someone that doesn't have a lot of friends I have a very small inner circle and then I have my outer circle I have the outer circle friends or friends that you know it's more business like we we hit each other up about things that are going on and vice versa but my inner circle friends oh if I'm having a bad day they're pulling up on me and most of the people that listen to this podcast most of us are very estranged from our parents and, oh my gosh my cat's just walking all over the place most of us are pretty estranged from our parents and 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 family members and sometimes it feels very debilitating and I had to like get over this self-pity thought that I am just so alone no one cares about me no one gives a fuck what's going on in my life I have no one I'm just this lonely lonely being being when sometimes I have to remind myself that thoughts are just thoughts and sometimes my thoughts aren't real sometimes my thoughts can cause harm sometimes I need to wake up and just immediately get out of the bed and keep going so I don't have to think the fact of the matter is, is I oftentimes feel like God gives us certain family members who prepare us for the real world because ain't nobody going to do you like your family do you. And that's just really how I feel about it. No one is going to hurt you like your family will hurt you, period, point blank. And that's genuinely how I feel about it. I'm, I'm, I, I have literally taken all of the things that I have experienced and I look at it as like, you know, these things sucked, but this, this is a reflection of, of what not to do. So I've never really understood why people do things to, to sabotage themselves when they've already have gone through so much. 
A lot of us are battling at the hands of other people. We're going through things at the hands of other people. So the moment that you turn 18 and the moment that you're able to make decisions for yourself, why would you do things that are going to jeopardize your soul and jeopardize your spirit? Like, what is that about? That's what I'm trying to understand. Why self-sabotage yourselves when you have when you have had so many things happen? You've already know what it's like to hurt. You know, already know what it's like to ache. I'm telling you to get up and not let this cycle continue on. Yeah, the stuff with the family sucks. It it, it is what it is, but I'm telling you right now that God has this amazing way of replacing those feelings, replacing those times where you felt like you weren't enough by bringing people in your life who will remind you every single day that you, in fact, are not a difficult person to love. You are quite easy for me to love. And I love you so much because of the way that you love yourself and the way that you love me. That's what that means to be healed. Healing into loving yourself is it's it's like contagious. Do you know what I mean? Like this is this is what I think about. If I start at the center of my heart, at the at the core of my being and I unpack all of those things that make me sad and I heal each every one of them. The thoughts that I'm not pretty enough, the thoughts that I'm not skinny enough, the thoughts that I am actually too skinny, the thoughts that my hair isn't long enough, the thoughts that I I, I wish I was white, the thoughts that 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 I'm not smart. If I took time to take the time to love and empower myself in every single emotion that I felt like I wasn't anything and it might take me years it might take me months to figure it out it might take me a little while to love myself if I took the time to say and and take the time to be like whoa I I may not think that I'm the smartest person in the room but I can learn. I can, I, I'm smart in other ways. And, and I am kind. And my kindness will get me far. If we start taking these thoughts that we aren't good enough and that we aren't bold enough and that we aren't brave enough and that we aren't beautiful enough. If we started healing these areas of our life, that contagious aspect comes in where all of a sudden we've been spending all this time healing these areas. Now, we are attracting goodness. We're attracting friendships. We're attracting love. We're attracting light. We're attracting laughter. We're attracting. We have become very contagious beings in a way because we have been really focused in reeling in on, on the areas of our, our lives that deserve our attention. And when you give those areas of your life that deserve attention, what you're doing is is you're 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 manifesting yourself into healing and you're and you're taking the time out to focus on yourself. You don't have to try so hard for friendships. 
you know, I get moving to a different state and getting on Bumble BFF and yada yada. The yes, I ain't even gonna hold you. I've had some weird experience with Bumble BFF, but I think like when you actually take the time to focus on yourself, and when you're when you're able to be able to kind of like pick apart like those areas of your life and in in those feelings where you felt neglected or you felt like you weren't enough I think that really and truly gives you a significant amount of space to really focus on moments where you just wanted to give up on yourself because at that point in your life you're, you're able to really identify like okay this actually started here like me being in this bad relationship, not saying I'm in a bad relationship, but this is just like, this is scenario speaking. Me being in a bad relationship, an unhealthy relationship with a guy who's mean, who puts me down, who doesn't buy me flowers, who doesn't respect my love languages, that has nothing to do with him. It has more to do with the simple fact that this is an unhealed version of me that is tolerating this behavior because I saw it before. I saw it emulated in my parents. My my dad treated me like this. You know what I mean? I think those are the, that, that's how you heal is by identifying and connecting the dots because everything is rooted in something. You didn't just wake up one day thinking you weren't pretty enough or smart enough. It's rooted in something. And once we find that core and once we find what that self-hate and that self-loathe is rooted in, then we're able to heal in 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 a way that that allows us to to take on relationships, to take on friendships, to take on love, you know? And a lot of times like when you really think about it, like there's so many times where and I keep telling you guys, like, people comment, like, how do you have these friendships? How do you have this, this, this? It's because, like, I had to say to myself that I deserve love. And a lot of us don't think we deserve love. A lot of us actually do a lot of self-sabotaging things. A lot of us will still go out with that friend, even though when we go out with her, she she at the bar, she ignore you, she begin too drunk, she be trying to get in the car with people, and then you have to babysit her. A lot of us will go out with that friend that makes us feel insecure. A lot of us will will date that partner just because of this, 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 and that. Because because they because I don't feel alone when you're with them. You know, you probably don't feel alone when you're with them because they are so chaotic that you never really have time to be quiet and just really focus on how you're feeling. So you are putting these distractions in front of you that really don't serve you. Healing is not linear. Friendships can be great. Women can be great. Having a healthy relationship with women can be great, especially if you're if you are a woman. There are healthy women out here who are ready to love. There is no greater love. I'm so sorry. I can't. And the crazy thing is I was having this conversation with Luke and I was like, babe, I'm going to be real with you. I love you to death. I really do. Like you, my partner, we in this forever. We in here, we in this together, like for real, for real. But as I'm getting older, whew, sometimes you need to open up a bottle of wine with your girls and talk about it. Like, girl, let me tell you what's going on. This, this going on right here. You know what I mean? Because there is there's just a sense of warmth like I can't I can't explain it and I really want other women to feel it and experience it to experience the the love and in the union that comes with it you know I oftentimes get so bothered sometimes when I get a negative comment underneath my post and it's from another woman it just bought it like it eats 
it eats at my core. Like I can't explain it. Like it bothers me so much than like um than a guy saying something just weird underneath my post. When a woman when a woman comments underneath my page, my immediate thought isn't like, oh, she's just jealous of me because I think that's just such a shitty scapegoat. I think that's just so lame. I think to myself, wow, like I I just wish that she was healed enough to know that like she can have this type of life or that she could have this source of happiness. I wish she was healed enough to know that like it's okay to be happy for other women. And 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 I just I just want that. And if you have not seen the Barbie movie, please go watch it. It is so good. Like Every, it's so 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 good it's so good I just want you to know that friendships are attainable that they aren't hard that that they aren't difficult but I don't know I just thought that I thought this was just like such like an important conversation for us to have and I don't know I just want I just like want you to know that you aren't too much that you aren't difficult, that you, that you're, you're going to be okay, that you have time, that it is not too late. And I, I think it gets scarier the older that you get. Right. But I say all the time, healing is not linear. Like I think it gets scarier the older that you get like, Oh shit, I don't have any female friendships. I don't have any women around me. That's okay. It's totally fine. You'll figure it out. When I think about my the women that have come into my life, they've come into my life when I least expected it. Like I think about my my best friend Alexa. And I'm actually probably going to bring her on the podcast, make her come on here. And I remember me and Alexa, we went to Plano West together. We never spoke. Like never. We never even really saw each other cuz you have to think about it. We had 2400 kids at our school, but we were one of the only few black girls. And she had found out that I was going to American University. And so she slid in my DMs and she's like, hey, girl, like I go to Howard. Like if you want to link up, just let me know. I was like, OK. And she's like, let me know if you need a ride from the airport. And I was just like, oh, OK. So I remember when I was flying to, flying to D.C., I was on a standby flight and I was like, hey, Alexa, it's fine. Like I won't be getting there until 12 o'clock at night. And she's like, no, girl, I'm going to come pick you up. Honestly, like this person was heaven sent. And the reason why she was heaven sent in my life is because and I get so emotional, like when I really just talk about it. And when I think about it, like, honestly, like, I feel like I'm going to cry right now when I think about my friend Alexa. And I feel this way about a lot of my friends. I just like remember, like, I just remember, like, not even having like $20. Like, genuinely, I remember it. I remember my mom gave me like 20 bucks and she was like, this, just, just hold on to this. This is all I can give you right now. And I remember my friend Alexa, she came and picked me up. It was like 1am when I landed. She picked me up, her and her wonderful husband, Muhammad. They're both amazing. Um, I got in their car and she drove me to my school and she helped me unload it. And it was just like, and I was like, oh, um, thank you so much. Here's gas money. Tried to give her 20 bucks. She was like, no, 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 no way. You're not giving me this. Like, you're not giving me this. This is someone that I, this is someone I did not know. This is someone that wasn't expecting anything from me, like genuinely. And I had never felt anything like that before. And then when I thought about who I was before, 
I had attracted a friend like Alexa, I thought about the friends that I had let go of that weren't serving me. And I thought about the that summer I spent before just journaling and just praying and just focusing on myself and reading books. I thought about the healing. And that was my first friend that I made where I was healed. Like, isn't that crazy? Like, and it happened. Me and her have been friends for almost nine years now. Whenever I'm sad, like, I go to her house and she cooks for me. Like, (laughs) come on, like, you know what I'm saying? And I just became obsessed with her. I was like, well, bitch, I ain't letting you go now. You know what I mean? And, and it's just something like, it's a, it's a level of warmth that I think every girl deserves I think you deserve that I think you deserve what it's what it feels like to just be loved organically I I I I know you deserve that you you deserve someone that that that's that sees you that sees that sees beyond the scope of you you being a mess that sees beyond the scope of the mistakes that you've made that sees beyond that and that comes with prayer and that comes with healing and that comes with self-reflection that comes from learning to love yourself and I think from that moment on like she has become such a figure like in my life like I can't even explain it like a figure in my life like genuinely and I remember when I met my friend Maki, like, I, I don't even want to go down the list, but like my friend Maki, like, I remember I felt so alone in college and Maki was just like, okay, I'm here. Let's do whatever you want to do. And I remember I used to trauma dump and tell her all the shit that was going on to me and she would just listen. And I would just be like, well, Maki, I just don't want to trauma dump on you. I just, I don't want you, I just don't want to trauma dump on you. And I remember one time she looked at me and she was just like, Janelle, I'm okay. I'm here to be a participant in your life. And I love you. And sometimes you just need friends that are just going to sit with you and just be there for you. And then I have my friend Cameron, who will dead ass look at me and be like, you're tripping. You're over You're overreacting. Get over it, bitch. Like, literally, like genuinely, like you need people that hold you accountable. The people that keep keep it real with you. My friend Cameron is not a yes man. My friend Cameron going to tell me, relax, you're in your head. And you need people like that. You, you deserve people like that. Because it's organic. It's real. It's wholesome. And when you can have friends, deep love and deep friendships with women that doesn't involve you going to the club and going to the bars and being cute and being in someone's face that is a different type of friendship I cannot even explain it when we can sit around and not do shit we can sit around and put on girlfriends sex in the city eat snacks pickles all types of stuff
that is a different level of friendship. And, and I genuinely mean that. And I know for certain that when it comes to your healing journey, that you will 1000% figure it out. You will be okay, genuinely, and you will have those friendships. But like I said, you got to take the time out to really focus on yourself and healing before we start bringing anybody else to the party. Because for the most part, right now, we got to focus on you. We can't we can't be just inviting people into this right now. Like you got a lot of stuff you got to heal from. <laughs> like genuinely, you don't really have space or time to take on new people. And 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 I do believe that certain people will come along and and show you how to be treated properly and and let you know that you deserve this and you deserve that. I 1000% believe that. I know that for a fact that the that right people will come along and teach you a healthy relationship, but you got to be open to it and a lot of us are not open to it. Heal first. Love yourself first and remove yourself from people that that are threatening for your health, for your growth. Remove yourself from them because you don't need to be around them. That was like a mouthful today. I really like this podcast episode, but I just want you guys to know that truly healing is not linear and it's OK that it's not. And, and sometimes we attract shitty people because of our shitty upbringings and shitty parental figures and shitty you know cousins families that we have to deal with it's all rooted in something and once you figure out the root then you're able to move on heal and love yourself properly and not operate from a place of survival like oh I got to get the bag because I had it like this no you learn how to operate from a place of love because that's because you know for certain that all these people that mistreated you and did you wrong yeah it was fucked up but they hated themselves and that self-hate has nothing to do with you they just took it out on you but I just want you guys to know that I love you guys so much. Um, I, I am so blessed and honored to do this with you guys almost every single Monday. Truly. I know I've been, you know, missing out the last two Mondays. I'm sorry. It's just been a lot. It's been a lot. You know, you know, got to give your girl a little bit of a break. But um, please keep sharing the To All The People podcast. You guys are awesome. You guys have a healthy, happy Monday. I love you all so much. I'm so excited for next week's episode because it's going to be all about being the eldest daughter. <laughs>